0: Bienvenidos, online family. Estamos emocionados que estás aquí. I got you. Just joking. Before you guys start trying to find those captions, just joking. They say when you go to speak, you're supposed to make the people laugh with you, and it puts them at ease. So you're welcome for the laughing. Hopefully, now we're all at ease. We do want to thank you this morning for joining us today. Today we are going to be talking about break through. There is so much that gets in the way of God using us to break through and going on to the next level. For me, it's procrastination, self-doubt, doubting God, pride, jealousy, comparison, self-sabotage. Guys, the procrastination was for real. I even at one point thought, you know what, I'm just going to own it and changed my profile picture. This meme that said, um, it had a hands up and it said, procrastinators unite tomorrow. I just thought this is as good as it's going to get and it's just what it is. So I'm going to own it and make, and I'm going to be the best procrastinator there is. If I'm going to have to struggle with these things, I'm going to be the best at it that I can be. Lo and behold that's never God's in plan in um. A purpose for us he wants us to have these breakthroughs now that was my list of things that I struggled with and some of you guys can probably nod your head in agreement yes we struggled with those things before I am so glad to be going over this with you because God not only gives us the what to do in these circumstances but he gives us examples of flesh and blood people of the Bible that struggled with these same things Now your list might look different than mine, but we can go straight to the word and guys, Um, as I've shared my testimony a little bit with you guys before that I did not grow up reading the Bible I did not learn the pages here and at best when I did I felt like it was a book contained of all holy and perfect people living this fair and tell life and there was good and there was evil and then that was it there was nothing else to this book but again God is so specific in everything that he has for us that there is not one issue we face that are not in these pages all right guys we're going to pray and we're going to get right into it heavenly father help (laughs) heavenly father thank you heavenly father prepare our hearts settle our hearts so we hear the words you have for us the words to apply, the words to learn, the words that you have for us to break through into this next level, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father God, for everything you have for us. We thank you for meeting us right where we are, and we thank you, Heavenly Father God, for everything that you're doing. Thank you for the things that were being broke off of, Heavenly Father, and off of us, that we may burst through these things that have hit us in the face, Heavenly Father God, and we would go through them with you, Lord Jesus, and go to this new level, this newness with you, Heavenly Father, that we could never even imagined before. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, for today, we are going to be going back and forth in a couple of... um, encounters in Exodus. The first thing we have here is Moses. Moses has met Pharaoh. So we're at that point where Moses has already been a baby. He's already saved in the Nile. He's already ran away to the desert. He's already met his wife. He's already started to shepherd Um, the flock that he was in charge of there, and he's already been sent back to draw the people out of Israel, to draw them out and to rescue them and to lead them into, um, away from slavery and away from Pharaoh. God tells him he's going to be with him. God tells him that he is going to um, lead him and show him everything that he needs to do this. So he have Moses back. He's face-to-face with Pharaoh. We already have him turning the, the staff into a serpent. We see that the Pharaoh's Magi's have already done the same thing. Then we also have next um, the plague of the blood. So we know if you're familiar with the stories that there was plague sent to Pharaoh to um, get him to release the Israelites out of the slavery to let them go and to for god to say like i am god i am god your gods are not and these are my people and i've heard their cries and you need to release them we get to the plague of the frogs the the plague of the frogs and i want to read to you a little bit of what happens okay so we're there he says then the lord said to moses go back to pharaoh and announce to him this is what the lord says Let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs across the entire land. Right then and there, that would have gotten my attention. That would have been like, ew, gross, no thank you, here are your people. It would have probably been even worse if it was snails, but right here it's frogs. The Nile River will swarm with the frogs. They will come up out of the river and into the place, into your place, and even to your bedrooms onto your bed. They will enter the house of your officials and your people, and they will even jump into your ovens and kneading bowls. Frogs will jump out into you, your people, and all of your officials. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, raise the staff in your hand over the rivers, canals, and ponds of Egypt, and bring up the frogs over the land. So Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Egypt and the frogs, and, and the ma- magicians were able to do the same things that, uh, with their magic. They too caused frogs to come up out of the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and begged and pleaded. He said, Plead with the Lord to take the frogs away from me and the people, and I will let your people go. So they can offer sacrifice to you, the Lord. You set the time, Moses replied. He's Moses is like, You tell me when. You tell me when you're done with this, and I will do it. So he says, Tell me when you want me to pray for you and for your officials and your people. Then you and your house will be rid of the frogs. They will remain. I'm sorry, they will remain in the Nile River. And then so here is is Pharaoh's reply. Do it tomorrow. Pharaoh's reply to this situation that he was absolutely, absolutely done with. He was done with the frogs. He wanted them taken away. He wanted Moses to pray to the Lord so all of this would be taken away from him and off to this um, off away from him his reply to that was do it tomorrow guys how many times are we on the brink of breakthrough and what we're facing in front of us the enemy distracts us with tomorrow How many times when God would just say, just keep going, keep pushing through, break through this and obey me and lay this down. And instead the enemy convinces us that tomorrow is the better timing. See, one thing the enemy does not tell us and share with us is that he is counting on a lifetime of tomorrows. He knows that if he can keep coming at you and you can keep giving your tomorrows away, that you'll keep giving them away that you won't know that before you know it, you turn and you look, and it's been a lifetime of tomorrows. It's been a year of tomorrows. It's been a month, a week, um, whatever it is, that tomorrow he promises you because he knows that he can't take it from you, but if he can get you to give them away, you're not going to push through and break through to that next level. If we go back a little bit into... um, about five chapters back, we see now Moses. We see now Moses with the burning bush. And I want to share with you the key of what God had laid on my heart. The, the key to breaking off the procrastination, the fear, the self-sabotage. Those things that we need to lay down in order to have that breakthrough with God. See, we have Moses, and he's approaching the burning bush. But as he gets closer to it, he sees that it is within the bush and that it is not burning up. And as he draws closer to it, God starts to call him, Moses, Moses, and he draws him closer to this. But if we focus in that it is within the bush that he's calling him, we can correlate that with what is in us. It is not by coincidence that Moses was able to face these things that kept blocking him from what he was supposed to be doing with God. It is not a coincidence that God's encounter with him from within this bush was what uh, propelled Moses into facing Pharaoh into facing these obstacles that we're standing in his way. Guys, once we know that we are children of God, once we know that what is in us is greater than anything that we face, any obstacle that we come against, we can have true breakthrough with God. 1 John 4 says like this, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in the world. We can substitute that spirit in the world with enemy on our block. We can bring that in a little bit deeper or a little bit closer to home and say the enemy in our workplace we can go a little bit closer to home and say the enemy in our home. We can go a little bit more personal and say the enemy we see right in the mirror. God did not attend for you to be seen as an enemy. But when we give away our tomorrows, when we do not die to our flesh, when we fight with it and give in to our tomorrow and we do not submit, we We are defeated. And God has not called us to live through that defeat, but to break through, break through that pride, break through that comparison, break through that jealousy, break through that procrastination, that self-sabotage, everything that stands in your way from hitting that next level. But it's not for us to just to break through on our own. We have to go back to what is within us. We have to know that as a child of God, that in us is the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, and that our flesh is not to be wrestled with, but to be crucified, not to be um, satisfied with every little whim, but to be checked and to align with the, the heart of God. It is then and only then do we start to make progress in these breakthroughs, these things that are right in front of us, holding us back. Have you reached this insane time where you're like, I cannot do this anymore? I cannot go around this same mountain once again. I can't keep doing things, these things exactly the way I have been doing it. I can't stand it anymore. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for things to be different. Guys, so is God. So is God. He wants to walk you through what it's going to take in your day-to-day life to break through and come to this new level with him. But it's got to start with him. It's got to start with what's in us. It's got to start with what's coming out of us. We have to know that the spirit of God lives in our hearts. We have to know that it's his home. And because it's his home, we want to make him feel welcome there. In Exodus 25, it talks about how Moses is being instructed on what kind of sacrifices God will allow. He's very specific with his instructions of what kind of sacrifices will he allow for people to come and bring to him. And in the first couple of verses of verse 25, he slips in there, the sacrifices of their heart accept them. Not too long ago, I was reading that, and I said, God, my heart is full of jealousy. It's full of comparison, it's full of pride, it's full of self-sabotage, it's full of procrastination, it's full of fear, it's full of doubt. God so softly spoke to my heart, so softly, sternly, and lovingly. That is a true sacrifice of your heart. Bring it to me and I will burn that off of you. Breaking through to the next level with God, begins and ends with God. Breaking through the things that we think we can't offer him begins and ends with God and the spirit in you. And because of that, and because we are his children, we know that we have hope. We know that we have promise, and we know that we have everything that we need in order to do this. If you too are doubting, If you too are dealing with these things or these things that you feel like you can't even put a voice to, start with going to your word. Start with going and being honest with God and being transparent with God and saying, this is the best I have on my heart, but whatever it is, it's yours. Whatever it is, it's you. It is you that can do anything about all of these things. And he will be faithful. He will be faithful to meet you there. All right, guys, until we see each other next time, I want to pray with you guys to live this out, to be challenged to apply it, and to be encouraged that the Holy Spirit in us is greater than anything that we're facing, including ourselves. Heavenly Father, God, there are so many things that stand in our way when it comes to breaking through. For me personally, I know it's been myself the way I've self-sabotaged, the way I've procrastinated in hopes of controlling things, the way I've judged and compared and, and tried to make myself worthy in your eyes and worthy in the world, Heavenly Father, God. But God, you have been faithful. You have been faithful to set my eyes back on you, just like I know you want to do for everyone listening. God, my truest sacrifice of my heart is nothing to be admired. But because, Lord, we come to you willingly, we come to you honestly, we come to you with everything we have, you are faithful. And because we are your children, everything that we need is in us, within us. When the enemy tries to convince us that tomorrow is good enough, remind us that today is your day. We thank you, Heavenly Father, God, for your promises and the fulfillment, Heavenly Father, the relationship we have in you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, as we walk our day-to-day lives. These are not just vague out there good truths, but they are our weapons that you've given us to hold on to our anchors of our soul. We thank you, Lord, for meeting us here today. And we thank you, God, for being everything we need in you. We thank you and we love you. In your name we pray, amen.